0: Hey everyone, this is Zach, and you're listening to the first episode of our podcast, Screenplayed. Have you ever been sitting around with your friends and said, you know what would make a cool movie? Well, that's basically what we do on our show. Each episode, me or one of my co-hosts brings an idea, and then we go wild coming up with where the story will go, casting actors, and just generally making bad jokes. These first few episodes, we'll still be finding our groove and figuring out what works and what doesn't. So just bear with us as we figure out how to bring you the best show we can oh and thanks so much to our friends the young romantics who recorded our theme song spinning it's from their upcoming album and again thank you so much for listening now on to the show Welcome to Screenplay, the fake movie podcast where we pretend that we're funny. I'm your host, Zach Woldridge. I'm Chris Rocky. And I'm Brian Lee. Alright, and actually Brian is uh, directing our movie this week. He's got the idea for us, so
1: Brian, why don't you just go ahead and tell us about that. Sure, sure. So, <clears throat> the, uh, the name of the movie is called Unfortunate Son. Uh, yes, it is a play off of the Creedence Clearwater Revival song, and the reason being is, uh, at, at its core, of the movie is a, a Vietnam-era war drama, uh, a la Spielberg. Uh, starts off in the States, follows one particular young man who, like many before him, uh, he's sent off to kill in a foreign land in the defense of freedom, all that stuff. So it's, it's going to be, like I said, all of Spielberg, a really gritty, blockbuster-level, high-level cinematography look at uh, the Vietnam War, essentially. So um, we're, we're going to start off with painstaking recreations of, of the setup, you know, going through boot camp, getting ready, and then being shipped off to Vietnam. Um, you know, maybe some really intense uh, battle scenes of, of notable conflicts during the war, uh, really really showing the horrors of, of this time period and of, of the conflict itself. Um We're definitely going to touch on the psyche of all the characters. I mean, we're going to see them, uh, lose parts of themselves. We're going to see some characters we love get lost. Um, we're going to see others emotionally broken by the struggles of war and, and deal with those in, in various ways. Um, so it's really going to be gritty and really focused on, on, um, you know, like, like many war dramas, the the horrors of war. Um, so we go through exactly that, the entire first half of the movie. Um, and so it's going to be marketed in, in the same way. So it's going to be, you know, preparing all the audiences for this is going to be a really big, high-level, high-budget production showing the horrors of war, essentially. Um, so all the audiences go in like that, and, and they get it. They go in expecting the Saving Private Ryan of Vietnam, and, and we try and, and offer that up. However, about halfway through the movie something surprising happens you can call it a twist or or whatever you want but um so basically the idea is halfway through thereabouts uh, a couple scouts from the group come across a large viet Cong base Uh, ahead of the main group they decide to send in uh those two guys and and just kind of scout things around make sure you know what are we dealing with here how dangerous is it to to go ahead that kind of thing um and when they get there they they find nothing well mostly nothing. So everything's quiet and and the reason being is all of the Viet Cong in this base are already dead. Um so we're talking like hundreds of bodies strewn across the entire base, various states of disrepair. Uh, it's odd that another battalion would go through, clear it out and then move on without, you know, securing the base, but hey, it was the Vietnam War. It's messy. Stuff like this happens. So, um, anyway, they go back to base, or, or I go back to I guess camp where the rest of their group is. Tell them what's going on. It's nightfall around this time, so they say, "Okay, well, if the base is clear, there's no one there. It's it's a good valuable checkpoint. Let's go ahead and secure it uh, for the allies." So they set up early morning, head over. It's it's not a very far hike from where they camped, and they get there, and it's it's as quiet as it was the day before, but uh, something a little more unsettling has happened. There are no longer any remaining bodies of the Viet Cong there. Um, so seems like overnight everything was cleared out no idea who did it how they did it why they did it or how they did it without anyone noticing Um, so the battalion goes out scouting through this massive sprawling complex in the jungle looking for answers as to what happened and they discover the secret of this movie which is zombies yes this is a zombie movie. This is a zombie did movie? Did not expect it. None of the audiences expect it. Exactly. So, so this is like um, an intense movie, war movie, right? And then it just turns into a zombie movie? Exactly. So the idea is that going into it, audiences are expecting just this, you know, three hour long or whatever war uh, historical fiction movie showing the grittiness of the Vietnam conflict. And we gave them that. That's that's the first half of the movie. And then in the second half, it's a complete shift, complete shocker, especially for those first, first audiences it's no longer a war movie. It's it's a you know survival horror high level zombie movie. But the 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 key is that that's a surprise. That's a twist. Okay, so like, so like the
0: marketing expect, is completely like this is a exactly war movie. this is exactly. Vietnam. No like... mention.
1: No mention at all of okay, zombies. Okay. No, I There's... like
2: it because it's like the real reason we pulled out of Vietnam.
1: Exactly. <laughs> zombies. Okay. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so it's like, it's supposed to be a really complete why surprise. Why do you Obviously, think napalm was spoiled. invented?
0: To kill the zombies, <laughs> exactly. it, it works on zombies. I mean, okay. I would hope it. I does. like Brian. Did you type all this out beforehand? Because that was incredibly well put together pitch. Like,
1: I, I've been thinking about this for like the past three years. So oh, okay,
0: mm-hmm. okay, 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 Probably longer. Yeah. Yeah. Had, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah, I like that. So how's does no, like where's it, it go from he- there? Hear
2: me out. Hear me out on this, Brian. I'm thinking like okay. we start over. It's like a pan panning shot over like a rice field and like a little vietnam boy like runs up and he's like scared i think the word's vietnamese death. rock well whatever and uh <laughs> he's like scared to death there's like no subtitles he's just yelling something in vietnamese but he is like panicked i love it
1: so yeah, do you like want that. him to be screaming about zombies in vietnam yeah kind of
2: like the Vietnamese people in the audience would like get it, but nobody else I was going to say
1: that would ruin it for any Vietnamese people in the audience. Well maybe but. maybe he says something like I don't know, the bodies or something like that so you could, you know. It, oh, yeah, it's yeah, a reasonable yeah. doubt for it's the it's people who speak. It's, yeah. yeah, it's, it's ambiguous. Yeah, it's ambiguous. I like but, that.
0: Uh so Brian, did you have like an ending in mind or you just have kind of like that first half set up and then the uh like plot twist?
1: So I think actually it does kind of um it does. It it does kind of end up being a why we pulled out of Vietnam kind of thing. So like,
0: okay, I okay. think
1: maybe maybe a couple, if not one, of the guys from the battalion survives, and then basically it ends up with like a wrap up that kind of hints that the reason certain things happened in Vietnam is because of zombies and not actually because of the conflict. And and like Rocky said, that's gotcha. why we pulled out. So like, um, well, there's plenty of reasons why we pulled out. But yeah, maybe it shows some some famous. Uh, pictures of, of conflict or, or something like that, things that mm-hmm. happen in Vietnam. And it it was- could
2: end with, like, Richard Nixon, like...
0: I was going to say, are we, it. like... Um, yeah. Are we having scenes bouncing back and forth to, like, you know, the boys out in... Out in Nam, like fighting zombies, and then like the brass in Washington being like, "Oh, we gotta stop there is Is it like just strictly on the, boots on the ground kind of film?
1: My my thought, and we can obviously talk about this is is it's boots on the ground? It focuses. It's okay. kind of like Saving Private Ryan in that it focuses on gotcha. this one particular group of people, and then so we're not like maybe towards bouncing the end ba- we're
0: not bouncing back to Washington and like showing like the conspiracy behind all this. And
1: my, my thought was that that would tie in at the very end. Like, let's say okay, the one little. guy who survives is is on a chopper out of there or whatever on a boat however he escapes and we can we can come up with that and then like it it flashes forward a little bit into like while he's looking down at the river or something from the chopper um it flashes to like pictures from historical famous pictures from from the vietnam war and then like it pans out slightly and it's like oh it wasn't just these people you know on top of a burning building trying to escape there were also zombies in the building i don't know (laughs) i'm just i'm thinking like subtle uh yeah this happened this is why vietnam
0: I'm totally done with this. I like it.
1: Okay.
2: So, Brian, you said it starts, like, um, we're following,
1: like, these guys through, like, boot camp or... Yeah, I think at least one main character if not a couple of them through boot camp mm-hmm. because i think it'd be good to like uh, l- let's say we have one character who's like a fresh-faced 18 year old kid who's who's like oh, i'm gonna go fight for my country that kind of thing and like just got we drafted to start yeah. off yeah really or yeah he's drafted and we could start off really innocent really um you know eager or, or who knows maybe he's he's happier and then you know show him you know, oh well, this is actually a conflict, and then he just over the course of the war falls into you know deep PTSD, becomes addicted to heroin, and then by the end he's got like <laughs> you know, a beard and he's got like a headband on and he's he's real. I I shouldn't, I I shouldn't I just... laugh
2: about heroin addiction. But...
0: Yeah, I want to put a disclaimer out. Uh, what is that? Opioids or opi- opioids. <laughs> Opioids. Right. Opioid addiction is a uh, crisis we're in right now, and we're not condoning the use of that. Heroin no, it's screenplay. it's bad. Obviously,
2: Just, in the right. movie, it's bad. Um, I completely lied. I think. How else? Opiates. How else
0: would you cope with? How else would you cope with zombies? Vietnamese zombies, like, or I guess, like it's U.S. zombies terrifying. too, because I assume U.S. soldiers were zombified as well.
2: Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, no, I, I like that. Like, um, we're like following this like one guy like yeah like Brian said, you know, fresh faced kid. And like I, I'm thinking he doesn't even want to be there like like he's like, "Man, fucking got drafted."
0: You know.
1: Yeah, maybe that's better. I think it
0: would be a good twist, if or not a twist, but a good play if like he got drafted. But I think he would be he should be more ambivalent. Like Maybe he was, like, directionless in life. Didn't know what he was going to do anyways. And he got his draft notice in the mail. Fuck! Like, oh, well, I guess this is the path my life is going down. Or something. Like... Yeah. He, he didn't... That could work. Yeah, and then, like, by the end of it, he's like, uh. And the theme is, <laughs> always have a plan, kids. War is um, bad. No. Um... Uh, or you'll get drafted into a zombie war. Um... No, I do. No, I want. I want to talk about this because Brian, I think. Did you have like a specific idea for how they figure out it was zombies? Because
1: okay, sure. So, so my idea was probably they would, maybe a small group of them. Let's say they split up into threes or whatever that would find zombies, and I don't know where that would be. Maybe run into them in, inside of like. A big mess hall oh, in at Kong okay. base. I I don't know. So I like they <laughs> I haven't thought that far ahead. But I figured that zombies. it would have to start off as a surprise. Like all of a sudden there are zombies, like just out of nowhere. Because okay. because up until that point, into the first time they see, it's them just a war is, movie. Yeah, they don't know. They're like, oh, where'd all these, where all these bodies go? And right. they've and the audiences up until then for like an hour and a half have seen nothing but just a gritty war movie. No hint of zombies ever added at, at, at all. Oh, okay. And so the, it's a complete shocker. Is the thought.
0: Gotcha. I was going to suggest, like, maybe the zombie twist comes when one of their squad members is, like, contracts the zombie virus and they themselves turn into a zombie. And then it's like, what? I thought he just had a fever. Like, I thought, you know, it was that could like... Be, that got, could
1: be cool. I mean, it is Vietnam. And then, yeah. yeah, we could do that, too. Yeah. Like, he's bunch just, you know, weaknesses. getting
0: sweaty throughout, like after, like, however he contracts it, like, he gets bit by a kid or something, I don't know, and then, like, they're like, oh, but it's the jungle, of course he's gonna be sweaty, and then, like, you know, maybe the cut gets infected, and I'm like, well, he's, you know, he's got ga- he's gangrenous, he's it's whatever, and then you keep, like, having it plausible, like, oh, that sucks for this guy, like, and then he dies, and then in the middle of the night, before they've really gotten rid of his body, he comes into somebody's tent, and bam he's a zombie yeah mm-hmm. but i mean i'm open whatever that was just kind of how i was seeing that play no I, I thought that would be a
1: cool way to do I it. i dig it so so do we want to jump into like casting ideas or is that the next thing you yes. want to talk about any other further it, questions are we
0: casting this movie as if it was made today because i could also see this being like an 80s movie with uh like Emilio Estevez or something. So you know,
1: so so I was thinking about doing it more modern, but when I first came up with this okay. idea, the first person I came up with, oddly enough, was not Emilio, but it was Emile. So my thought was Emile Hirsch has to be in this movie. I don't know why, right. but but I think Emile Hirsch he doing would be a nowadays? great Vietnam soldier.
0: Is he doing anything
1: nowadays? I don't know. Maybe he's in Vietnam. Let me see what he's doing. Nowadays. I just
0: looked him up on Wikipedia. Um,
1: he's only 33? Wow, I thought he was Oldly older he than too. that, actually. Um,
2: what's he up to? Well, apparently he Only? That's pretty old in Hollywood. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, not for like an old... Let's see, his most star.
0: recent... Th- he was in Speed Racer. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I will never forget about that movie. I love that movie.
0: He was in Troll Hunters... He, he was in troll hunters this year and he's going to be in the outsider or is it
2: out already so so brian who do you have him as in this movie
1: hmm. so for some reason i had him in my head as the main character and by that i mean because i i think of emile hirsch as like spanning a lot of different age groups <laughs> probably because i've seen him when he was like 18 and uh or at least playing an 18 year old in um what's that movie girl next girl door, next door yeah. or something like that the one about yeah, yeah um so he's I was pictu- still
0: like reasonably young he could play like he could play yeah. younger
1: i think so shave shave thing. his face and that kind of thing but anyway my thought was yeah you know we follow him from the draft into the conflict and you know he's he goes from this like scared kid from america and then suddenly he's you know later on in the movie right before the zombie thing he's addicted to heroin and he's wearing a headband <laughs> he's got scruff and he's killing people and Stuff like that, you know, just Mm -hmm. standard uh, hero's journey where you become addicted to heroin, like in Star Wars, like in Star Wars. Yeah, that
0: I think Joseph Campbell included that part of the hero's journey, like specifically said, addicted to heroin. We all struggle with that. Was a Shakespeare thing,
1: you know? It's totally straight from Hamlet. But
0: okay, yeah, I totally uh, I could be done with Emil Hirsch. Um, So
2: like, say that? Yeah, he doesn't have to be eighteen though. Like, you could be drafted like in your early like twenty
0: three, twenty
1: four. Yeah. For sure, for sure, he could be older, yeah, and his to- yeah, he could be over there for a long tour or something, true, true, I think Rocky's right that if we're going with the drafted route, which probably I think is has got more depth as far as mm-hmm. characters, yeah, it probably could be a little older,
0: so. um so how big is his like squad or his core group of soldiers over there in Vietnam that's going to you know the the supporting cast, what are we looking at? Um, how many guys? That's a good you question. I guess
1: when I was thinking of it, I was thinking like fairly sizable, like somewhere around ten, maybe because I, I want to have some room for expendable characters who die off really early, <laughs> but I also want to have like okay uh, a core group that that people actually care about, and so um yeah.
0: Well, yeah. I don't want to cast the expendable guys. Like, we can just get some no names or like bit guys for that, like. I'm talking about like I'm thinking
2: a, we need like a we need like a captain of this squadron, like for sure. Tough as
0: nails, like no shit given. Okay. So like maybe a captain and three or four other like big guys in the squad, mm-hmm. like I'm imagining not like big guys. I'm
2: imagining like Mark Wahlberg <laughs> as the captain. Would yeah. I think he'd be good at yeah, that. Yeah, I moment. think so. Is he um, too old? I don't think so. I don't think he's too old. Um, I can see him in his like Boston accent. Like, Brandon what the fuck are you doing? I don't know. Could you do that one again? Could you <laughs> run
1: that by me one more time?
0: <laughs> one more time, please. please. Uh, no, I'm fine. No, uh, no, I want to hear that. Can we get y'all heard? I mean, me. Mark Wahlberg's—he's 47. I mean, that's
1: not. I mean, oh, oh, there fine. there had to be a 47-year-old fighting. In I thought he
0: was in his 50s. All right. I mean, he's just shy of 50. Uh, I guess.
1: No, he'd be fine. Okay, yeah, yeah, I think he'd be good. I think he could be a really good, intense captain. I like Marky Mark as oh, no, yeah. I'm just
2: imagining like Emil Hirsch running back to Mark Wahlberg, and he's like, "Captain, we have, we are in over our heads here. <laughs> we the shit." Yes, and then Mark Wahlberg just yelling at him, like spewing profanity, like, "What the fuck you mean they're all dead?" <laughs> He's like, there's nobody alive in the base, and he's
0: like, What do you mean there's nobody alive in the base? You know, just back and forth. No, like no, that. I like it. I can uh, see it. Um, so every Vietnam like movie squad has like one black guy in it, I feel. So who would be the token Vietnam black guy?
1: Hannibal Barres. Hannibal Buress. <laughs> No. Without a
0: doubt, Hannibal Buress. I don't see that working at all. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> I like I I would just see Hannibal <laughs> Burris making very dry remarks about the zombies and then just leaving like deserting the army. Uh get the kid
2: from uh the man I guess from uh Get Out. I think he be The kid gone.
0: from Get oh,
1: Out. Who was that? The kid you are talking oh, about uh, Daniel Kaluuya? Oh, Kalu- yes. Kaluuya? Yes. Yeah, that's Daniel Kaluuya.
0: Kaluuya. Yeah.
2: Kaluuya. He he could be he could be <laughs> a, like um our sundown from Top Gun. Okay, I can see that. I could see him being good for we that. We could get
1: him.
0: What if we got Chadwick Boseman? Like,
1: <sighs> oh boy, I do not need to watch Chadwick Boseman die twice. Sorry, spoilers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Ooh. Ooh, okay. No, that's I think question. Daniel,
2: uh, Daniel
0: Kaluuya would be good. He'd be good. Actually, I like him Because, I mean,
2: he's, he's a younger guy. He's a younger guy, so I think like, he would be
0: Like, I love... like Chadwick Boseman. He's the Pope, after all, but, I mean. <laughs> Is he the Pope? I missed that one. Nah, it was a Met Gala reference. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I guess that's dated already. Okay, so so we've got like Emil Hirsch, Mark Wahlberg, Daniel Kaluuya as like the token Vietnam Vietnam black guy, not Vietnamese black guy. Um, that would be that would be an interesting <laughs> play. Um, and then like two other guys, and I th- I think there's
2: some cool like dynamics there. Like you could have like the Vietnamese forces like black plague style, like throwing zombie infested bodies like into American camps and stuff like that. And like, like they fall down foxholes and there's like zombies down there. I think that would be really sweet.
1: Yeah. I, I definitely think we need to have at least one Fox like scene, uh, Viet Cong oh, yeah. tunnel kind of, uh, scene where one of the characters is in a Viet Cong tunnel and there are zombies in the tunnels. Cause that Ooh, would be horrifying. Yes. That would just be horrifying. Yes,
2: I would shit my pants.
1: Um, Okay. So, yeah, I mean, we're already uh, kind of doing that. Are we good on, on just a few cast members, and do we want to move into, like, you know, plot development? Just,
0: before we finish the casting part, I'm imagining this movie does not have, like, a female cast at all. It's, like, yeah. definitely... Dudes. Yeah,
1: I just don't see a female cast in a Vietnam well, I mean, there movie. That would like, obviously really... give it away that uh, it's not as historically accurate in the beginning. I was going to say, like, like, were there really women in, Vien- in Vietnam at all? We could put all, his like. mom in it. I mean, there are currently women in Vietnam. Um,
0: oh, Okay, thank you, Brian. There
1: are currently women in Vietnam. Couple. One or
0: two. Uh, Rocky's right. You could have his mom in there.
1: Ooh, could we have uh, Marissa Tomei um, play Emile Hirsch's mom? Is that weird? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
2: I don't think it's... Is she older? I, old she, enough? I, mean, I just old.
1: like having Marissa Tomei in things.
2: That's
0: true. Marissa Tomei is a good actress. Um, uh she's fifty three. So yeah, I mean, if she had a hirsch when she was twenty, that, yeah, that's you know that's a thing yeah. that would happen in that day and age. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, totally believable. Totally believable. Okay. So Marissa Tomei as his mom, uh, emile hirsch as the the main guy, uh, Mark Wahlberg is the captain, Daniel Kaluuya as the black guy. Like that sounds racist. <laughs> it's because it like, is. I don't know what else to but... call him.
2: You asked for a black. It's guy. It's because every
0: don't, Vietnamese movie has like, or not Vietnamese. Don't give that. me every shit. Vietnam War for a movie having one in there has like the token black guy. Like you've got Bubba and Forrest Gump. Um, mm-hmm. You've got Robert Downey Jr.'s <laughs> character. <in John> and <laughs> <Turner>. uh, <laughs> it's a trend. Okay, it's a thing. I mean, it, me. it okay. is a
1: thing. Statistically, if two, <laughs> if two. Uh, pieces of evidence exist for it It's obviously a thing so
2: so brian says he wants about half of you know third to half of the movie to be you know like him coming up getting into the army being drafted and then like some like boot camp scenes you gotta have a couple like drill sergeant you know boot camp scenes
0: oh of course um
1: sure yeah. I think I definitely mm-hmm. want to have at least one or two really intense combat scenes where it's literally just them against Viet Cong, you know, it's them against Charlie, shooting it out, crazy stuff. We probably lose a character or two, um, mm-hmm. and th- maybe they don't have to be high-level actors, but maybe, like, recognizable faces okay. that, you know, you like, so and then, you're, like C-level actors.
2: So, let's, let's go with Brian's idea, like, they, they come across this, like, Charlie base, and... Bodies are all everywhere, and yeah, they they go back and they tell Mark Wahlberg and they're like, "Sir, we just did some reconnaissance. The base is wiped out." And you know, Wahlberg like throws a fit and he's like, "What do you mean they're wiped out? Who wiped them out? You know, like a squad, like a base just doesn't disappear overnight." Yeah, who could do that? Nah, fuck you. <laughs> Can you do that in your Mark Wahlberg voice? I can't. You're putting me on the spot. I don't like it
1: but it's for the good of the podcast. Um. <laughs> A bass just doesn't get wiped out overnight. <laughs>
0: I'm
1: sorry. You are, I like that. I like no, that.
0: I'm, you, Sweetie, it, I'm an inventor. It, I, I don't know. It, I'm just trying it to... It doesn't... Think man, of, uh, keep, quirk, keep practicing. Don't quit um, your day job.
1: So anyway, so so... We we definitely go through to, you know, finding the base. But once they find the base and I know they want to find zombies, I'm kind of loose on where I want the plot to go. So, where do we go?
0: I think, uh... I don't know. I think you, uh... Obviously have... The tone is going to change of the movie at the halfway point. Like, it's going to become very kind of, like, horror, I imagine. Like, it's going to yeah. get scary. Yes. Um... This the framing, you know, the angles, everything's going to be starting to be very suspenseful and uh, unnerving. So I think what should happen is there's like a giant zombie horde, maybe, and they're trying to wipe it out, but they're not getting any help from Top Brass. So Mark Wahlberg goes a little rogue and he's like, well, we got to take care of this ourselves." And but then maybe they get trapped behind in enemy lines enemy lines being like trapped behind a horde of zombies and they're just trying to escape vietnam and zombies mm. like escape zombie vietnam so then it turns into like just an an escape movie at, after that yeah. like they get a mission but it goes wrong and they're just trying to get out with their lives yeah
2: okay yeah no,
1: that could be good. yeah that makes sense to me i mean
2: that could work see the problem here I really don't know all that much about Vietnam, aside from like a few movies. Like I didn't take like Vietnam 101 in high school. Was, did um, Ballard offer that? Uh, yeah, oddly enough. Yeah, it was weird. A couple other ones, too. Huh. I don't
1: believe you. For those listening, Ballard was the uh, war history school that Rocky and I went to <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. over summer, every year. Yeah, it was Which, int- oddly enough, we just watched Forrest Gump pretty much every an day. An intensive so eight-week know history program. Yeah, if you ever want to know the various ways to prepare shrimp, we got you. <laughs> How many ways are there to prepare shrimp?
2: 13, I think.
1: But it, it definitely becomes an escape movie. It, it becomes a survival horror kind of thing. And there's going to be those classic scenes where like, oh, we got to split up and do this to, I don't know, we got to lower the bridge so we can get over to that side. And then, you know, two guys go do that and they get surrounded. Oh,
2: yeah. Emil Hirsch is like the one who has to go lower the bridge.
1: Yeah. And it's, like, intense. He's,
2: like, like I said, crawling through, like, fox tunnels. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's where the fox tunnel zombie scene can happen. Yeah. hmm Like, okay. there's only one so way like, there. Let's, gotta, right. So let's flesh this out, then, a little bit more, because, you know, the first half, that can be pretty vague. We can like, go, he goes through boot camp, he gets in a couple of skirmishes in Vietnam, then bam, zombies. This is where I think we need to get a bit more detailed. So, like, what puts them in this scenario where they're
1: trapped and trying to escape with their lives. So that's a good question. I think definitely it has to be some sort of thing where they're surrounded. Like, maybe maybe, uh, maybe they're in the base when they find out about the zombies, and then all of a sudden they're surrounded completely on in, like, this electrical room or, or something like that, or in the kitchen, and they're just everywhere. And so they basically have to fight their way out of the base itself. Okay, so, like, let's say...
0: Do you want to roll with the idea that they learn, like, about zombies because of their like brother in arms turning into one. I like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. So what if so what if that happens and then like because, I don't know, because of zombie voodoo stuff, he summons like he calls more zombies to the base. So then they're like suddenly surrounded. I don't think they should have time to I don't think they should have time See, between uh discovering that zombies are in Vietnam and are real I don't think they should have time after that to process it. I think it should just be like, holy crap, what's... And it's just balls to the wall. Like, how... uh, Like, they're just stuck in a situation. They gotta get... They can't even think, like, what, zombies are real? Like, no sitting around discussing it or anything.
1: So, I actually really love what you said. Okay, here's why. So, they find zombie, uh, fallen soldier guy, the, the first zombie in the movie, who's one of their own, and, like, I don't know, this guy lets out a big old zombie screech or something like that. I'll let Rocky do yeah. that since he's obviously our, our impersonation kind of guy. He's our, our VA, but, uh, he's our voice actor. Yeah, our Rocky, voice do actor. Rocky, zombie well, Yeah, do a zombie screech real quick. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. So he... So he definitely does that, and uh, I actually did record that as the soundbite. So that is the, the official oh call. Um, you, you know, it's gonna be really wild when Brad Pitt tries to to voice act for that, <laughs> tries to to do the acting for your voice for that. But um, Wait, is so Brad anyway, Pitt so
0: the, in this movie,
1: oh yeah, well he's one of the expendable guys. So oh, okay. anyway, so big old screech or whatever they take care of him, and then they start hearing like all these. I don't know, this low rumble or something like that. And they're like looking around and then it pans out into the jungle and you see like, I don't know, maybe it's like a first person of someone sprinting towards the base mm-hmm. through these trees, And just sprinting, and this grove, yeah, <laughs> Chris <Evans. laughs> it's Chris Evans. And you, you hear like, you know, it's heavy Chris breathing. Like, ah, ah, and then, and then suddenly like you see all of these bodies come flying through the trees out of the jungle. So they had basically overnight become zombies and then, uh left into so the jungle in search zombies of food.
0: Slow zombies?
1: And uh so the idea is that you know they're out in the jungle looking for things, suddenly they hear sound and they're like, oh, and they come back and they're surrounding them. I like that. Are these fast or slow? Medium zombies? Yeah. Medium. Okay. It's medium. Okay. It's like medium. they're not like
0: cheetahs. Okay. Like I don't want them to be able to you know. Yeah they're not like Usain Bolt zombies. Yeah. But... Well, could you imagine? could we get Usain Bolt to be like the one fast zombie in the movie
1: (laughs) so we just just having a cameo for Usain Bolt yeah
0: yeah yeah. yeah yeah no I like that so they you know Soldier boy gets turned into a zombie. He does his zombie screech. Can we play that zombie screech back? Is that possible? Uh, no, we cannot. <laughs> okay. Rocky, can you just do another? We will we'll need more than one. We actually do
1: need a couple takes, Rocky. Please,
0: no. Uh,
2: well, we can do those during the movie. Like, I mean, no, this no, isn't... no. Like, this is the hook. How do you in, expect me? How do you, how you expect
1: me to pitch this in front of somebody without? I don't any know. Audio? That's a good question.
2: Warner, Warner Brothers did a is a good job not going it to be me. Like, so,
0: <laughs> I think. You want me to go Um, in front of Paramount without a zombie
2: screech? Kinda. Um, So I'm thinking there's, like, there's gotta be a scene where, like, somebody, you know, maybe Mark Wahlberg or Chris Evans or whoever, they're, uh, just, like, radio back to somebody. They're like, like, "There's, there's fucking zombies here. And, uh, the people on the other end are like, what? What the fuck? Um... This is code red. Code red. We gotta get out. We gotta withdraw or something like that. I don't know.
1: And then they don't send anybody. They're like, no, let's leave them.
2: Yeah, like that's ridiculous.
1: And then Mark, and then that gives Mark the chance to be like, we're on our own. And then, well, actually, Rocky, how would he say it?
2: Mm. We're on our own. <laughs> I-, I don't know. I I feel like I'm. That was. That I was feel like I'm doing I like, like an Andy right, Samberg, why... Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> like, say, hey, donkey.
0: <laughs> 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 I like your beard. <laughs> <laughs> one on own. Um, say hi to your mother for me.
2: Say hi to your mother for me. Yeah, so he's got to say that at least three times. In the Ooh, could he say it's that too, to Emil last words. About those about his last Marissa words. Tomei. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> like. Yeah, those are his last words when he's sacrificing himself so the rest of the squad can get on or something. He's like, uh, I don't know what Emil Hirsch's character's name is. We'll call him uh, Peppers. He'll be like Peppers, say hi to your mother for me.
1: <laughs> and then he sprints off into the horde. There's like all along the watchtowers yeah, playing. Yeah. There's fireworks. Which because
2: private Peppers. Peppers. They all saw
0: a picture like. Emil Hirsch had a picture of his mom with him, and they're all like, oh, dude, your mom is hot. And Mark Wahlberg, like, it's you know, it's a back-and-forth thing. Like, the whole movie, he's been like, I'm going to bone your mom when we get back to the States. And then, you know, that's that's what he mm. ends on. No, I like that.
1: I actually do like I'm it. I'm
0: imagining Mark Wahlberg's character. Yeah, I'm imagining he's a – you know, he's got a heart of gold, but he's mm-hmm. like sandpaper on the outside. I don't know if he's
2: got a heart of gold, but, you know, he uh, – yeah. No, maybe no, like a I'm just, of, I'm, um, I'm seeing brass, this back and forth like, the whole movie, like, he's 10, like, Peppers, what the fuck you doing? You think about me fucking your mother?
1: Uh, <laughs> Again, we're going to just use that clip and have Mark Wahlberg do, do like lip syncing for it.
0: <laughs> it's funny how this whole movie is just going to be Rocky dubbing over the actor's actual. Can you
1: do a Marissa Tomei voice? <laughs>
0: I cannot, unfortunately. <laughs> you you don't know if you don't
2: try. I could do a Mark Wahlberg trying to do a Marissa Tomei voice.
1: You mean trying to do Marissa Tomei voice? Or trying to do a Marissa Ooh. Tomei voice?
2: Like Mark Wahlberg's impression of Marissa
0: Tomei. Okay, go. Yeah, I want to hear it. Uh Nah, I think I gotta workshop this a little. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, you gotta workshop it to really get it down, get it perfect. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so, I'm imagining, you know, a soldier boy turns into a zombie. Who turns into the zombie? Do we need to cast that? I think it should be, like, someone people have grown attached to. You know, not a big guy. Should it be Chris Evans?
1: I mean, he, he is a soldier, Yeah. You know. <laughs> already. I'm just imagining Chris Evans doing the zombie screech. <laughs> He's the soul. I'm imagining Chris Evans doing the zombie screech. <laughs> okay, now it has to be him. So
0: No, I could see like
2: I could see him like hearing the zombie screech and like look screech and looking over at Mark Wahlberg and be like, "Captain. That ain't good."
1: Uh. <laughs> Wait, could it be could it be Okay, no.
0: Chris Evans doesn't turn into a zombie. Let's make it uh
1: Let's be someone like unexpected. Sarah. Can we get Sir Anthony Hopkins? Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Sir Anthony Hopkins.
0: No, I, I like it. I think it. he's a little
2: old for Vietnam. Okay.
1: And British. Um, okay. He can, no, he can okay. act American. Let me think. Come on. But can he do a zombie screech?
0: I think it should be, like, the softie of the group. You know, like, you've got... You've mm-hmm. got all, every Vietnam movie has the one guy who's, like... He's actually a sweetheart, you know? He, like... He he's got a heart. He's got a good heart, and like he's just trying to get back home to see his girl or something, you know. So somebody like not a hard boiled type guy. So
1: we don't want no soft boiled guys. Yeah, no.
0: Well, I mean, this guy's soft boiled. That's why he gets turned into a zombie because he's soft, easy to bite.
1: Um, C- can we say over easy? We'll call him over easy, <laughs> you know.
0: um, Dave. Dave Franco. What?
1: <laughs> Ooh.
0: Ooh, yeah 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 Ooh. yeah i like that dave franco um yeah because you know he was trying to help he saw a little vietnamese girl lost in the jungle and she looked sickly because she could have been a zombie she can be a zombie but she to him he, you know most they don't know about zombies so she just looks sick to him and he tries to help her and she bites him and then runs away and then that's how it gets
1: in Could we do Zach Efron and Dave Franco are in the battalion and their brothers?
2: So it's the movie Neighbors, but with Vietnam Zombies? Yes.
1: Okay. It is the movie Neighbors, but with Vietnam Zombies, yes.
2: I don't know. I'm just trying to think of young white guys. I don't see you guys listing ideas. Um, hold Does, on. Hold doesn't on. have to be Dave Franco.
0: No, I like Dave Franco. I think I like Dave Franco and Zach Efron both in this movie. Uh, but Dave Franco or like Army Hammer?
1: Uh ooh. Army Hammer is a good choice because his name is Army <laughs> and Hammer. Very, very masculine very nice. and uh I would assume that the army uses hammers.
2: How do you guys feel about the name Army?
1: Uh better than Navy but
2: I
0: think it's very Better masculine. than Navy, not as good as Air Force. <laughs> okay, hear me out here. It would kind of be like, I'm imagining this is like a comeback role, because he's not been in anything for a while. We get John Leguizamo in this movie. John Leguizamo in the movie. Yes. Uh, Is he like comic relief? I I don't know. He's in the squad or something. I think we we need like a Hispanic actor. or, Or like a Latino actor.
1: Is that your role in this? You're just trying to up the diversity. All kinds of
0: people film? got drafted for Vietnam. Touche. Like, I don't. Like,
2: I don't know. What, what would John Leguizamo be in the movie? I'm. <laughs> I'm like, I am. <laughs> he's
0: I'm just so, one of the like, soldiers. At a words. You're <laughs> just one <made> the people. <laughs> like. God, yeah. Okay. Throw, calm, uh,
2: uh,
1: I'm done. I'm <laughs> throw done. Kirk Douglas in there. <laughs> 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 what? No. I'm cool with John Leguizamo being there.
0: Okay. Whatever. Anyways. So Zach. Throw Efron Robert Redford and... in there. Uh, okay. Okay. Zach Efron and uh, Dave Franco. their brothers. brothers. Dave Franco becomes a zombie. Does his little zombie screech. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can you do that one more time, Rocky? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, so good. So, it's so good it's so good it's so
0: good and imagining da- that coming out of Dave Franco's mouth is uh, wouldn't that be great that would uh, be great um, no I'm sold so, I think he could do that zombie horde comes surrounds their base Uh, then they gotta escape their base but the only place to go from the base is into the jungle so then they're like running through the jungle and run through the jungle can play while they're running through the jungle Ooh, um,
1: from the ooh, that's good.
0: And, uh, you don't and think that
2: would like that's good lower the mood, like gunning uh, down.
1: The, uh, another good thing about this movie is that unlike a lot of zombie movies, like there's there's good you know points where they can fight back. I mean, they're a, yeah. a military battalion in yeah. Vietnam, so they're you know they have M16s and, and machine guns. Yeah, and stuff it's not like, like a so housewife they, fighting zombies. Exactly, exactly. So you feel like there's no some agency, and yet they still get overrun because you realize like oh well, there's hundreds of these undead creatures, and like you know eight of these people left
2: yeah exactly I'm telling you I'm telling you the napalm I, I think that's got to be like a big part um, yeah
1: like th- there is, has to be a, a nape strike for sure yeah there Mark has Wahlberg I think yeah I'm
0: but that's no that should be like their big plan is that like if we can get like after whoever survives the base attack whenever they get group Mark Wahlberg like they you know they're like what we're we gonna do we got formulate something and then their big plan is to like get all the zombies group together for a napalm strike.
1: Yeah, and get out of the way. Mm. Yeah, and, and okay, that's good. So like, yeah, I like the that. Rest, like
2: maybe like the, divert them all into one area. Yeah. Then like, Emil
0: Hirsch has to go like pull up the drawbridge so they can't right. get out. Yeah, the rest mm. of the strike, like, they've got a, the rest of the movie, they've got, like, a map and they're like, okay, so, like, this valley or this ridge or something over here is gonna be the most strategic place to do this. So we have to, like, get all these zombies to follow us here. Like, we have to kind of guide them there uh, mm-hmm. so the napalm strike can be yeah. out. And then, you know, of course, people die trying to do that. There's the there's the bridge-lowering scene, uh, foxhole scene, all that, but it because So I'm imagining it com- kind of, like, goes through the phases. It goes from the war movie, like, classic war movie-type thing into an escape type scenario yeah. to then, like, almost mm-hmm. a chase movie, except instead of be- them doing the chasing, they're intentionally being chased.
1: Yeah. And While trying to survive, obviously. Yeah. And then,
0: like, I'm imagining Emil Hirsch is the only survivor at the end of this.
1: Ooh, if we do it that way. Rip Chris. Adams. Here's an idea. Here here's an idea. So if we're going to have Emil Hirsch be the only survivor, we have Emil go off on his own, do his, you know, uh, digging through the tunnels scene and he gets to like let's say the control center for let's say it's a bridge that he has to raise. So he's in the control center away from them, he can see them, but the rest of the guys, I mean, we can follow them in separate camera pans and stuff like that are off trying to distract all, all the zombies and then they realize basically like there's no way we're getting back so he's gonna have to raise the bridge and we're just gonna have to die here and so that's why he survives he's the guy who's lowering the i guess raising the Ooh, bridge so then he's got case. like
0: intense survivor's guilt because he's like well yes. i'm kind of responsible for all of them dying yes mm. i think that's perfect and that's why he gets addicted to but animals.
2: he's got his orders he's got his
0: orders know. Yeah. Um, yeah. and like, yeah, he gets picked the- up from the chopper, uh, or whatever, uh, after the napalm strike and, uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Maybe for their last stand, they can be, you know, fighting off zombies and it's like slow motion scenes and all along the watchtowers playing and just ridiculous stuff. You don't
2: think that's a little played out?
1: Okay. Do the Battlestar Galactica version <laughs> of all along the watchtower. <laughs>
0: the Battlestar Galactica did that.
1: Yeah, well, no one has seen that, so it's, we're fine.
0: I think Mark Wahlberg <laughs> needs, like, the say hi to your mother for me thing needs to be uh, said over the radio. Like, because Emil Hirsch is going to be like, no, no. <gasps> yeah. Like, if okay. I, I can keep the bridge down, we can raise it. Like, you all can get out of there. It'll be fine. We'll, like, push him back long enough to get you all out of there. And Wahlberg's like, not going to happen, kid. Not going to happen. And he's, and he's you know, like, no, no. And he's like... Just say hi to your mother. That was mother, pretty I mean. good. And he Yeah, he's like he's like, and one more thing. Yeah.
1: Say hi to your mother for me. And then <laughs> you know I yeah, don't know. I'm
0: thinking like
2: before the big plan, Mark Wahlberg's got the map, but he's like, All right, Peppas, now you're gonna go over here, you know, lure the zombies in, you and Chris Evans, and then you're gonna come out and then raise the drawbridge, and he's like, I'm gonna be over here fucking your mother <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh Yeah, yeah. I can dig it. Okay, so Napalm strike happens everyone's dead except for Emile. How does Emile escape?
0: A chopper picks him up. Like there's a flyby of course for the napalm strike and like uh I don't know as they're doubling back around he's like waving so somebody radios in a chopper to come pick him. We don't have to The very end. That it's, it's the just like, yeah, he's walking up. Yeah, it's like he's walking out of the control base or wherever it is he's at and like a chopper's coming down, and they're like, you know, waving their arms, like "get over here, get over here," and like there's burn, like just everything's on fire behind him as he like trudges to the like, because I imagine like we're looking head on at him but after we see them waving for him to come to the chopper, and like it's just yeah fire behind him, yeah. like everything's on fire, and he's he's got this shell shock look.
1: Yeah,
0: and, uh, he gets and he gets in the chopper, and somebody. I forgot like somebody's like you need a smoke man. And then like they give him a cigarette and then it's just like, he's just got like,
1: yeah, just a, a, the smoke chopper lifts man. off and he's just like S- staring down smoke yeah. cigarette
0: hanging yeah. out of his mouth, puts his sunglasses mm. on and then fire is burning in the reflection of yeah. his sunglasses.
2: <laughs> um, so how do you feel about like it cutting back to like the white house and like, they're like, sir, like we have to get out of Vietnam. Um, or, or something like that like I don't know just like a it plays like a video of a bunch of people running around the Oval Office and like putting papers on the president's desk and, and shit yeah. like
0: that and then, and then it could cut back to like his view from the chopper so what if you do like a ending montage where it's like you know old archival footage of like mm-hmm. press conferences from Nixon and then it's like the audio and the video of that is like interspersed with like actual vietnam footage but then, maybe like, we see some like we pan out and then cgi in some zombies or something you're like yeah hey, maybe we see some fo- like redacted files Ooh, yeah put like, new, i like, both like of it those. looks like actual footage but it's actually newly recorded footage we just make it look yeah
1: annoying, we just put a sepia so. filter on it or black and white and it's all good yeah
0: and yeah and the uh, audio is like nixon talking about like pulling out of vietnam and it's showing like you know the our, our brave boys fighting off some zombies and stuff. yeah that's
1: that's how i see it oh
0: but like the good i think the i think the good way to end that montage would be then it like closes out the you know the scene comes in and it goes onto like nixon's press conference and it's on emil hirsch's television or something or like a television in a bar somewhere and he's just like he looks rough like just you can tell the life is gone from him
1: so I honestly don't know if Nixon ever had like a really good (laughs) memorable speech about pulling out of Vietnam, but it'd be great if like it does that ending montage with that as the voiceover is Nixon giving a speech about pulling out and it just ends with like whatever the last statement was about why they're, why we're pulling out and it just fades to black. But I I could do the, the bar scene also. I'm just thinking like, I feel like that's an epilogue that may not even be necessary, but I can, I I think it's like,
0: no, it's definitely Mm -hmm. more of like a, Punching them. the yeah mouth i think if, you're uh, right brian like it's like oh this is why we pulled out of vietnam
1: oh yeah that's definitely got to be what what we're what we're going for here like the real reason we lost the vietnam war
0: okay yeah i can dig that i think we got it um uh,
1: okay so i mean we we, we kind of have a rough idea right
0: yeah, yeah we got a little bit of a movie going yeah brian do you want to like do you want to give like a final little pitch or something or
1: yeah sure who wants to do the wrap-up
0: uh, I think you should. It's your idea. Yeah, you're right. Do your best movie trailer voice.
1: In a world where Neil Hurst <laughs> has a really hot mom. Ma- <laughs> Sorry, I thought that that was the whole point of the movie. Uh, okay, so so final pitch of of the movie is that you know we we've got this sweeping blockbuster. Uh, historical drama of the Vietnam war. And, and we deliver on all those promises. We've got, you know, all the marketing fork. It's a big deal. Why don't we have Spielberg direct it? since we're talking about him so much. So it's, it's a, you know, big, big deal. A lot of audiences, people going on the first day, they, they watch this first hour and a half of, uh, of the movie. And they're like, wow, this is really gripping, really, really edgy and, and shows, you know, how, how gritty and rough Vietnam was. And it's got an ensemble cast. It's great. And then boom, zombie blockbuster of the summer that no one saw coming. And and you've got uh, guys like uh, like Emil Hirsch and Mark Wahlberg and and Chris Evans and Zac Efron all these big names <laughs> uh, fighting for their lives trying to survive uh, in in the horrors of a zombie infested Viet Cong base and and with all the the horrors and, and struggles that that come with it and so they have to fight to survive and realize quickly the only way to do so would be to you know napalm strike the the entirety of this massive zombie army and. Uh, so we we get a beautiful beautiful scene where they sacrifice themselves so that Emil can escape and that no one has to deal with this zombie outbreak. But the the overall ending is of course that the real reason we pulled out of Vietnam is that zombies had overtaken the country and to this day still run the government.
0: Zombies run? Well, like hold on.
1: <laughs> that's a new movie. That's a
2: whole new movie right there at the end. Well, no, that's for the sequel. Oh, it's for the, the sequel. Is obviously oh, okay. a political you thriller have have that ends with. Mm. with everyone yeah. being yeah it's like i ain't no fortunate son yeah i know senator son i know zombie son
0: all right well i think you've got this pitch nailed down so that's uh that's gonna be about it for this episode so
1: i'm brian lee i'm chris
0: rocky and i'm zach wardridge all right so ready and action <laughs>